You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. Happy Father's Day to everybody out there. Um, with you for another hour until noon. Uh, with a leaderboard update with you as well right now, presented by your Tri-State Accurate Dealers. And um, again, we got Ricky Fowler and Wyndham Clark, the top leaderboard, 10 under, uh, both getting ready to uh, strut their stuff. They tee off around 5.30 this evening. So perfect time. Um you know, uh, sit there, you know, have your feast, your Father's Day feast, open up a really fantastic bottle of wine. Uh, hopefully it's juggernaut and um, enjoy the final round is Ricky Fowler can make history winning his first major and Rory has not won a major in nine years. Uh, him and Scotty Scheffler will be teeing off around 520 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you tune into that. Again, the leaderboard update brought to you by your tri-state accurate dealers, precision crafted performance for exceptional lease and finance offers. Visit Acura.com. And again, uh, Father's Day, uh, not only from all of us here at 98.7 ESPN, but from your Tri-State Acura dealers as well. Precision-crafted performance for exceptional lease and finance offers. Make sure you visit Acura.com. All right, 800-919-3776. You want to chime in on uh, the most competitive division in the NFL. I I know that Tom and Joe want to chime in here. Is it fair, guys? I am totally fading the NFC. What what a weak conference this year outside of Philadelphia and the Cowboys. Of course, Giants fans want to give you a shout-out. Uh, I think the Detroit Lions in the NFC North, um, I'm sure Chicago will be competitive. Minnesota will be competitive. I'm not expecting much from the Packers. In the NFC South, I think it's wide open. Um, you know, I, th- I think... Well, actually, I don't. I think the Saints win the NFC South with Derek Carr at the the quarterback position, and their defense is always good. Um, In the NFC West, I like Seattle, believe it or not. I've got some big question marks with the 49ers because we don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Very well, Sam Darnold could start the season as the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, which is kind of wild. So I like Seattle coming out of the NFC West, but I just don't see a lot of competition in, in the NFC. Uh, is is that fair, gentlemen? Well, outside of the NFC East, I don't think it's going to be that competitive. I mean, the NFC North, if anything, I think will be the more comp- will be the second most competitive division, I guess, just because you have the Lions who are looking to overtake the Packers and the Vikings, and then you've got the Vikings who might be all right, but probably not really that good. And then the Packers, you just never know what you're going to get out of Jordan Love in his first full year of starting. And then there's the Bears, but honestly, I don't expect that much out of them. But who knows? Maybe they'll make some noise. But I'm in agreement with you here, Anita. Outside, again, of the NFC East, I would say the most competitive division, I would say, is probably the AFC West, just because of how interesting things are out there. Of course, I do think the Chiefs will end up winning the division again. But, of course, the Chargers will always continue to kind of make some noise there as well. As you've mentioned, Russell Wilson is... 
I mean, it's going to be a show pretty much to see what happens with Russell Wilson because last year was so bad. Now maybe it won't be nearly as bad. And the Raiders, if we're talking about shows, I mean, they're probably the biggest show on the NFL just because of how disappointing they always are and how like idiotic their decision-making turns out to be. So they'll definitely be the most interesting, and I think every team in that division can compete at least for a wild-card spot outside of the Chiefs because, again, they should win the division, but... Every team should be competitive out there, I think. Joe? I'm going to disagree with you guys. I think the NFC East is probably the best division in football because really, you look at it, how many people, even though the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, said that the Eagles were the better team. So they were the, arguably the best team in football last year. Cowboys are always going to be competitive. The Giants, it looks like they, they've gotten better with the coach of the year and not losing any coordinators another year for Daniel Jones in that system. They have a chance to win the division. I don't see the AFC West strictly because, like Tom said, the Chiefs are going to win that division. How competitive can a division be if you, on June 18th, know more often than not who's going to win that division? So I like the NFC East. I think it is comparable to the AFC East with, in terms of, totality of talent not star power but pound for pound I think the NFC East is probably the best division of football wow 800-919-3776 I just more so than the Bills and the Dolphins and the Patriots and the Jets more so than the Ravens and the Bengals and the Browns and the Steelers I just um wow that's surprising to me Joe I just so, so I do believe that the Eagles are going to win the NFC East. I think the Cowboys are, are are going to make a good run at it. I think I think the Giants are going to surprise some folks. And you know, we had Patty Trania, by the way, on the show yesterday talking about Saquon Barkley and his contract situation. Uh, she feels very confident that it's it's all going to work out in due time. Uh, they have uh, until July 17th to work it out. And then, of course, uh, training camps will open up. And she feels confident that uh, Saquon will be in camp. So, obviously, that's a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to the Giants. Um, not sure what, what to make of, of Washington uh, this season, especially with their quarterback situation. But I guess, you know, is are the Patriots, the Washington commanders of the AFC East, or the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Washington commanders of the AFC North uh, are the Raiders, the, the Washington commanders of the AFC West possibly. So there's one team in, in all three of those other AFC divisions that, that have some question marks. Uh, It's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I I'm really excited for this season. I I think we're going to see a lot of parody this season in the NFL. Um, and, and I'm expecting a number of teams to really step up in a big way and, and, and take the next step, like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Jacksonville. I think they, they wholeheartedly win the AFC South. Trevor Lawrence, second season uh, under Doug Peterson, really getting, and you saw it, like towards the end of last season, uh, what they, how they were, like, I want to say uh, what they won. Well, that was the Detroit Lions. The, I, I think the Detroit Lions pick up where they left off. 
I think the Jacksonville Jaguars pick up where they left off. And I think both those teams, I think Detroit wins the North. I think Jacksonville wins the AFC South. And I think we're going to see uh, both Goff and Trevor Lawrence and those teams and their defenses play a lot better. And I, I think I think they're they're going to do some special things this season. It's going to be interesting. I can't wait. I'm really excited for the season in the NFL. Like I am each and every season. Uh, you know me. Quick break. We come back. Let's uh, let's 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 play some click or don't click. Fun way we find out what is trending on this Father's Day Sunday morning here at 11:15 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. This is Click, 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 or Don't. Very simply, here's the headline. Are you interested in clicking or not? That's right. Um, Time to click or don't click at 11.18 a.m. on this Father's Day Sunday. A fun way we take our tour around our wide, wide world of of sport. Fort sport um, and um, and find out what is trending based on the um, based on the uh, the titles uh, that grab you. Right. They hook you. Oh, man, I'm going to click that. And our producers always lead the way. And that is uh, Tom and Joe this morning. Gentlemen, what you got? So we're going to go a little bit out of the realm of sports to start this off in what happened 40 years ago today. As many people know, 29 years ago yesterday was the infamous O.J. Chase, along with some things happening locally here with the Rangers Stanley Cup Parade and Game 3 of the 94 Finals between the Knicks and the Rockets. But, Anita, do you know what happened 40 years ago today? I do not. Some groundbreaking NASA stuff. Sally Ride, Hmm. 40 years ago today, became the first American woman to reach space. Oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. Um, I, I was, you know, was, I, so I, I was on vacation just recently. I was down in Asbury park and, and I was at, I was at my friend's hotel pool and, um, there was a gentleman there who'd retired and he worked for NASA 
And so I'm just was fascinated by it. And I asked him, I said, I said, if you had an opportunity to, to get in, um, one of the, the, the spaceships and go up and do what, like we saw Michael Trahan, uh, Michael Strahan do not too long ago. Right. Would you do it with, you know, uh, the, 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 <laughs> the gazillionaires uh, that are building these, you know, Oh, take a flight up to space. Um, and he said, absolutely not. He would not. <laughs> I find it fascinating. I, I'm, I'm would so, you? I'm so, I, so, so very interesting. Number one, I would love to do it because I find space fascinating, right? Like I'd love to be up there and I would love to look down on earth and see what does earth look like from up there? I, you know, I'm, I'm so jelly in regard to what Michael Strahan was able to do, but I like, I, I can't ride roller coasters. I can't, I, I'm like, I just will vomit. So I'm just, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't do those crazy rides. Like the most I'll do is like the teacups at Disney World. I've I can't get on Magic Mountain and Thunder Mountain and uh, I could I could do the um, the visual rides. Like I'm not sure how many people are planning a trip to Disney uh, this summer, but uh, Flight of Passage, uh, the um, uh, what do you the um, why am I drawing a blank? The movie just came out. Something of water, right? Like the... Avatar? Avatar. Avatar. Avatar Rite of Passage. Best ride I've ever been on in my entire life. But it's like, it's the visual. You sit down, you buckle in. I don't, you, you don't have the, you don't feel like you're about to die if, if a screw, if a screw goes loose on a roller coaster, right? I don't have that fear. So uh, I know I'm very long-winded here. I just, I just, I'd probably vomit. So best that I, I don't get in that spaceship, but I would, I would love to do it. Now, right? re- now real quickly before we move on to the next story, because I know Kennedy Space uh, Center is in Florida. It might be in South Florida. I don't know my Florida geography really well, but did you ever take any field trips there uh, when you were younger? So inter- interesting you ask. Um, so when I first got into this business, I was a producer for about five to seven years before I got in front of the camera and so I worked for the PGA Tour, and I used to produce a show called Inside the PGA Tour and Inside the Senior PGA Tour. And Mark O'Meara, uh, we had him and his son love space travel. So I actually got to produce a piece where we took Mark to uh, the Space Center down there in Florida. And we got a tour, and we uh, up close and personal, you know, we were you know, we were in the room where it happened. I mean, like it was just, it was just really, really unbelievable. So yes, I, I, I have experienced uh, what's down there at, at Cape Canaveral, but, um, but as a producer producing a, a, a show, a segment for, uh, for inside the PJ tour. That is so. pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's not pretty cool. Anita, uh, getting a DUI. And unfortunately Bob Huggins was uh, yeah. arrested Friday night in Pittsburgh, Brutal. where police say his blood alcohol content was uh, 0.21, which is more than twice the legal limit there. Um, and, of course, the arrest comes weeks after Huggins received that $1 million salary reduction and a three-game suspension for using an anti-gay slur on the Cincinnati radio station. Well, now Bob Huggins says he's resigning from West Virginia in wake of his DUI arrest. He released a statement that said, my recent actions do not represent the values of the university or the leadership expected in this role. I have let all of you and myself down. 
Uh, I am solely responsible for my conduct and sincerely apologize to the university community, particularly to the student athletes, coaches, and staff in our program. I must do better, and I plan to spend the next few months focused on my health and my family so that I can be the person they deserve. Um, whether or not you believe Bob Huggins or not, I will leave that up to you. But West Virginia is now expected to conduct a national search for the next head coach of their basketball program. Yeah, um, this is this is really concerning. Not only the DUI, but also he was he was on a, a local he was on like a, a local radio show or a national radio show where he had some like uh, anti-gay slurs weeks that, ago, right? Um, so there's that. And then compounded by this, obviously uh, there's something wrong here, um, and what's going on with him. So, you know, I think the best course of action is for him to step away and, uh, and, and get right and get healthy and, and, and find out what, what the heck's going on here. What else do you guys have? We're going to stay, unfortunately, with the train of DUIs, but uh, oh boy, did you see this recently? Bus driver transporting the Pittsburgh Pirates charged with a dui no this is this is news this is why it's what's trending what so a bus driver transporting the pittsburgh the pittsburgh pirates from chicago to milwaukee was arrested on thursday night after Mm. he was transporting the pirates with a police escort the police found him that he was a little erratic on the road pulled him over did the testing and arrested him for your DUI, 61-year-old driver Ronald E. Funderburk from Shelby, North Carolina, was impaired and uh, got a DUI. He is not affiliated with the team. He was uh, an outside contractor, and the Pirates are taking the necessary precautions to find themselves a new bus driver. Uh, well, that would be wise of them. Listen, horrible to, to, to drink and drive, period, end of sentence. If 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 you had this job, because let's be honest, how many people do you think would love to have that job of transporting the the Pittsburgh Pirates around? Somebody in my family did have that. He well, he didn't have the job of driving the Pirates around, but any team that was coming to Pittsburgh, he would drive them from the team hotel to PNC Park. He loved it, and he did the same thing for for the Steelers with you know driving them to uh, to the old ketchup bottle Heinz Field when. Uh, was still Heinz Field, but he would do it for the the football teams as well. He loved it. Absolutely adored it. So wouldn't you be even more uber careful? Uh, no, uber, no no pun intended. <laughs> um, maybe they should grab an Uber next time they're in maybe Pittsburgh. They should or grab, Chicago maybe they should grab Chicago going to Milwaukee. That's a, that's a uh, pricey Uber. Oh, my god. That gosh. reminds me of what happened with the 98 Yankees at the end of spring training. I think they were playing a, a warm-up game in Mexico City. And their driver became erratic and like slammed into the median. And the 98 Yankees almost didn't make it from Mexico City to Anaheim to open up that magical season. Aren't you? You're, you're just a wealth of knowledge, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to take uh, Jack to- Curry with that one. I just finished the, uh, the 98 Yankees book. That's one of the reasons why it's on my mind. Um, we have one, we have time for one more, one more. You guys have, have anything else that's trending right now at 1127 a.m.? I guess really the things that are trending, at least in the sports world, are two things, I guess, from the NBA. One, of course, is the Bradley Beal situation because, of course, now the finals seem to be the Heat and the Phoenix Suns. So curious to see kind of where you think 
things are going to play out there, and especially with the NBA draft also taking place uh, coming up in the very, very near future. I believe it's actually this Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. If I am mistaken, then that looks bad on me. But number two is Lou Williams, longtime uh, journeyman and uh, notorious bench player in the NBA, has retired from the NBA, I believe, as their all-time leading scorer for somebody coming off the bench. So congratulations to Lou Williams on a successful career. Great stuff, guys. This is what's trending right now at 11.27 a.m. Uh, in our wide, wide world of sports. Uh, quick break. Let's talk about the Yankees' doubleheader today. Uh, you got 135 first pitch. Schmidt will be on the bump for the Yankees later on tonight. Prime time, ESPN, baby. It's Severino. Um, so we'll dive into that next. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Anita Marks with you. Final segment. I pass the baton on to Larry Hardesty on this Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to Larry Hardesty. I had the pleasure of meeting uh, his lovely fa- his lovely family and his son at one point in time, pre-COVID, when we were actually going into the studio. Um, so uh, love Larry Hardesty. Happy Father's Day to him. Uh, let's, uh, let's wrap it up. By the way, the Boston Red Sox have announced who they are sending out on their bump today. Ort. He's 1-0 with a 5.87 ERA. He replaces, um, uh, help me out here, Joe. I'm drawing a blank again. Uh, Tanner Houck on the there active you go. roster. Houck. Right. Who, uh, unfortunately, uh, just got hit in the face uh, with a ball. Apparently reports are that he does have a fracture on, on his cheek, but, uh, is is expected to make a full recovery, so that is good. So 135 is first pitch. Uh, Schmidt on the bump for the Yankees, two and six with a 4.70 ERA. Ort in place uh, now, and will uh, will. So that's your pitching matchup. First pitch will be at 135 p.m. And then later on tonight, prime time, baby Severino 
Unfortunately, he's sporting a 6.48 ERA right now, which is no bueno. Going up against Bello, who's 3-4 and four with a 3.78 ERA. So we'll see what happens. A little bit earlier, I gave you uh, some Major League Baseball plays that I like heading into today. Um, so the first one, you've got the Marlins going up against the Nationals. That first pitch is at 135. I do like Washington on the run line. What does that mean? They're getting one and a half runs, and you could get that somewhere around minus 120, minus 125 in some places. Uh, Love them at home. They're very good against left-handed pitchers at home, top 10 in Major League Baseball. And you've got Lozardo, who is pitching for Miami. He's 5-5 with a 4-1-7 ERA, but not great on the road. Meanwhile, Patrick Corbin has been good at home. So I do like the Nationals. Also, probably my favorite play is the Rangers. 2.35 p.m. is first pitch. I like them on the money line. And again, you could get that somewhere around minus 125. Uh, John Gray will be uh, pitching for the Rangers. He's 6-2 and two with a 2.32 ERA. But get this, his last six starts, um, his ERA below one. He's only given up four runs in 43 innings pitched. And uh, and Bassett, Chris Bassett, will be pitching for the Blue Jays, who uh, his last start, he gave up eight runs. So those are my two plays heading into uh, today's Major League Baseball slate. Uh, we started the, uh, the sh- well, we started at 8 a.m. with On the Tee, our golf show. I'm going to end there as well. Uh, some really great storylines coming your way, uh, and that's later on th- this evening, right? Two, two. 5.20, 5.30 p.m., Ricky Fowler looking to win his first major on tour. Rory looking to win his uh, his fifth major, but he hasn't won in nine years. Can Scotty Scheffler, the best golfer on the planet, come back from three down to win this bad boy? If you are like me, the heartstrings pulling, and you want to root for Ricky Fowler and put some money on it, it's plus 260. Wyndham Clark is three to one. Rory, the odds makers, as well as Data Golf, give him the best chance of winning this bad boy. You could wager on Rory at plus 210. But how often are you going to get the best golfer in the world? And that is Scotty Scheffler uh, at four to one from just three shots back. Not often. So that's where my money is rolling this afternoon. Also, uh, in regard to some prop bets out there, I do like Decky to finish in the top 10 at plus 230. Decky to finish in the top 10 at plus 230. He's been playing some really, really good golf. And let's end on this, and that is coming up this week is the NBA draft. There are three things in life that are certain right now. One is death, the other is taxes, and the last is that the Spurs are going to draft Wimby with the number one overall pick in this year's NBA draft. He is favored 20,000 to 1 to go number one overall. What does that do? Just putting it into perspective for every million dollars that you lay down, that Wimby is going to go number one overall, you get back $5,000 for every 10 million that you put down, you get back $50,000 for every hundred million that you put down. Your return is $500,000. It's money making money. (laughs) It's money making money. Uh, but those odds are are just grossly unattractive. But like I said, three things are certain in life. Death, taxes, and Wimby going number one overall. 
Uh, I'll tell you who I do like to go second, though, and that's Scoot Henderson. You could get him at minus 120 to be the second overall selection to the Hornets. I think that um, he's just he, – he could be a face of a franchise. I'm really – 6'9 wingspan, uh, high basketball IQ, experience, athleticism. So, uh, really, the draft starts at 2, and I think it's going to be Scoot Henderson. And that's coming your way this week as well. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Tom and Harvey, uh, I mean, uh, Tom and Joe, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for producing. Uh, Happy Father's Day out there to everybody, uh, especially Larry Hardesty, who's coming your way next right here on 98.7 ESPN.